Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, February 8th, 5.38 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures up one and three quarters at 6.75 and three quarters. March soybeans up 11 and a quarter at 15.26 and a half. March Chicago wheat up six and three quarters at 7.56 and a half. March Kansas City wheat up eight and three quarters at 8.94 and a half. March spring wheat up seven and a half cents at 9.24 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, drop me a comment. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Appreciate it as always, guys. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations, my daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I talked about fertilizer. Will cheaper fertilizer equal cheaper corn? Uh, Chris Barron from AgView Solutions joined me in this. We had some great charts, uh, some great outlook and analysis here. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, new stuff every single business day, you can sign up today, 50 bucks a month. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. President Biden was critical of China in last night's State of the Union address. Uh, Biden shouted, name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. He went on to say, I am committed to work with China where it can advance American interests and benefit the world. But make no mistake, as we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty, we will act to protect our country. And we did. Uh, Biden, that was referring to the spy balloon, of course. Biden discussed the uh, CHIPS Act, which was signed last year, which will bring more uh, microchip and semiconductor manufacturing uh, back to the United States. The act also effectively bans China from access to chips built with American equipment or technology. China has made some unexpected advances in military technology using American-made microchips uh, in recent years, and I think that that's part of the reason for the CHIPS Act. The other and more obvious reason is that during COVID, we had a big-time chip shortage, and you know we use microchips in everything from computers to cell phones to cars. I mean, everything out there uh, has chips in it, and I think that this is a big focus of the government right now. Russia says that the European Union has not fulfilled its promises in regard to the Black Sea grain deal. Russian officials said that work to unblock Russian exports under the deal were not satisfactory. Uh, Reuters didn't have a ton of details here, although I would imagine that Russia is referring to sanctions that have impacted uh, grain shipping in a roundabout way, sanctions on the banking system, uh, issues with insurance and other industries related to grain shipping. Uh, Russian grain itself has not been sanctioned, but I think Russia is arguing that it's been more difficult difficult uh, to ship grain due to sanctions uh, on related businesses, um, things along those lines. So is this something that escalates in any way, shape or form? I don't know. Is this why the wheat market's higher this morning? Uh, could have something to do with it. 
We've got a crop report today. This is the monthly crop production and WASD report. It will be out at 11 a.m. Central Time. Uh, the February report, typically not a big market mover. Your next big market mover, historically at least, would be the March 31st prospective plantings report. Uh, today, you can expect maybe some slightly larger U.S. corn, soybean, and wheat carryout estimates for the current marketing year. Shouldn't be a ton of big changes on the uh, domestic balance sheets. In regard to uh, the world balance sheets, look for additional cuts to the Argentina production estimates for corn and soybeans. They've got an ongoing drought, of course, that we've discussed at length. Uh, Brazilian crop estimates for corn and soybeans should be unchanged to maybe slightly higher versus last month. This report will be out at 11 a.m. Central Time again. U.S. winter wheat ratings are bad. Uh, you've had a few states out with ratings over the last couple of weeks. Kansas rated their state's crop just 21% good to excellent and 47% poor to very poor last week. Texas rated its winter wheat crop only 13% good. Uh, none of it was rated excellent and 51% poor to very poor earlier this week. Colorado rated its crop 40% good to excellent, but 24% poor to very poor last week. Oklahoma rated its crop 17% good to excellent and 34% poor to very poor uh, last week. USDA has indicated that 58% of U.S. winter wheat areas are experiencing a drought, and a lot of them are these high-density HRW production areas in the Southern Plains. The weather forecast does not offer a ton of relief for uh, these areas. Most of the rains are going to be uh, too far east to really catch your, your big time HRW wheat areas of the Southern Plains. There's actually some rain on the radar this morning, but even over the next seven days, these areas that really need the rain, western Kansas, western Oklahoma, into say uh, southwest Nebraska, eastern Colorado, they're just uh, not going to catch the rains that areas further east uh, may very well see. Stats Canada had a crop report out yesterday. This is a grain stocks report. The data is accurate as of December 1st. Um, production and stocks of everything uh, are higher versus a year ago uh, because they recovered essentially from that 2021 drought. All Canadian wheat stocks are up almost 33% on the, on the year, following a 34% decline from 2020 to 2021. Canola was similar. Canola stocks up 29% uh, after a 34% decline from 20 to 21. So again, Canadian prairies uh, recovered in 2022 following that real severe drought in 2021 that a lot of you guys in the Northern Plains in the U.S. also experienced. So everything was up sharply. Uh, Canada is the world's third largest canola producer, but is the top exporter. Canada is the world's seventh largest wheat producer, according to the most recent uh, USDA forecasts. WTI crude oil futures posted their best day since November yesterday. Your nearby March 23 contract gained uh, just over $3 per barrel or about 4%. Saudi Aramco, which is Saudi's uh, state uh, oil company, announced that it would increase its official selling prices of oil to Asian destinations beginning in March. Crude oil futures trading high, higher uh, again early this morning. You look at a crude chart. This is a, a month or a, a weekly continuation chart of WTI crude. This is a sideways to kind of choppy affair at best and a bear market at worst. Um, this market is, has very much struggled to hold any sort of rally here uh, as of late. The cattle market had uh, kind of a reversal to the downside yesterday. It was higher at one point, finished the day lower. There was some light cash cattle trade reported in Kansas, I believe at 159. Outside markets this morning, U.S. dollars a little bit lower. Stocks are off. The S&P's off 15. The Dow Jones down about 100 points. Gold's up eight bucks. Crude oil up 58 cents in the March WTI 77.71. Everybody have a great day today. Remember, crop report at 11. I will talk to you Thursday.